Welcome to Thrive, Transformative Strategies for the New Year, the CLA virtual conference poised to redefine your approach to success. Today, we unite under the banner of innovation, ready to forge new paths in personal and professional growth. Each speaker today brings unique insights to propel us forward. Get ready to explore innovative strategies that will enhance your growth journey in 2024. Welcome, everyone. My name is JR, and I am the owner of Business Leaders Network. And today, I'm going to be talking all about Events Mastery Blueprint, where I'm going to teach you guys why you guys can thrive in having an in-person event and why you need, every single one of you guys need to do that. Because people in today's generation are hungry for connection. They're hungry for community. They're hungry to just be with people. And so for me, in-person events is the one thing that really catapulted my businesses where, you know, from the very beginning. And I'll take you back to, you know, uh, from my very first business that I started in 2007. So I get back from Iraq, didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew that I didn't want to work for anyone. So I started a martial arts school, knew how to teach martial arts, knew how to lead people, but I had no clue how to run a business. And so I hired a coach and that coach had work on three different things for me. And it was the three things that te technically will, that I have observed that keeps most of you entrepreneurs listening to this, you know, from the success that you guys want to achieve. And it always starts with your belief. I first had to believe that I was worth more than I was even charging for it. And, you know, growing up, in the martial arts, you know, I was so used to the model where people would pay $50 a month to come and train, you know, and, and, and come to the studio whenever they wanted to. But if little Johnny or whoever wanted, you know, got sick or had soccer season, whatever, they didn't show up. And then therefore I wasn't getting paid for that month. And it was a very hard way to continue and building a business that could sustain and provide for me and my family. So my coach had to really teach me on you know the belief that that is the, that is the, the the bad way of actually running a business, but knowing that I was worth more than that, I was terrified of giving someone a contract and saying, "Hey, you know what? You're going to sign up for a 12 or 36 month contract for my program." And to me, that was just super scary. So I had to break through that belief of saying, "Hey, you know what? I am worth more than this. People are willing to pay for it because there is value in there." The second thing that I had to really learn how to do was create an offer because I had to figure out what is that belief, but I had to figure out or have that belief that matched that offer, but that offer had to be so irresistible that when I would present it to someone that they would say, yes, I want to have what you are offering and be able to give. And most of the time people are not giving an offer that is the irresistible where people want to say yes. And so there's four different things that when it comes to creating irresistible offer, I'm going to run through this really quick. So as you guys are listening to this, or if you're watching this replay, make sure you're taking notes. But the first thing that you got to really understand when creating an irresistible offer is you got to know who your target audience is. Who are the people that you're going after and what are the problems that they have that you can solve? And when you are not clear on who your target audience is, you're just going to continue throwing things at a wall and hoping and praying that they stick. But when you really understand who your perfect client is, it makes it a lot easier to be able to track them to your world and be able to provide and create a service that they want. The second thing when it comes to creating an irresistible offer is you got to know your competitive advantage. Now, there are a lot of people that I talk to and they're saying, hey, there is no competition. No one's doing what I'm doing. But the reality is your customers are buying from someone else that is not you. So you got to know, not necessarily like, you, let's just get rid of the, the competitive, you know, who's my competition. Think about where your customers buying from instead of you. And you got to know what they're providing, what people are buying from, so that way you can help create your offer that matches the need of your perfect client. The third thing when it comes to creating an irresistible offer is going to be your value stack. The value of your offer needs to be 10 times greater 
than the price that you sell it for. And that's giving a light item saying you're going to get this, 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 and this. And here's the value of each item. But it becomes so irresistible that everyone wants to have it. And the third, fourth thing when it comes to creating an irresistible offer is going to be eliminating risk with a guarantee. Most of the time, people are not buying from you because they're scared. They're, they're scared and have a fear that and don't have the trust that you are going to be able to help them with the problems that they have. So understand your target audiences, understand the competitive advantage, creating that value stack that is 10 times greater than the price you sell it for, but also making sure that you give eliminate that risk with a guarantee. So that's the second thing when it comes to that the one of my coaches had to teach me. It was like I first had to have the belief to be able to charge what I was worth. But then the second thing was I had to make sure I had the irresistible offer. And the third thing was I had to have that message that people understood. Because a confused mind is never going to buy. And if you are conveying a message and, and delivering your offer, but people don't understand what it is, and you get that confused look, you're never going to be able to sell anything. And this is important to know, especially when it comes to events, because you know if you, if you don't have the right mindset and belief that you are worth what you're going to sell or the right offer to present when you are running events or even knowing how to convey your message, you're going to continue staying stuck and you're never going to be able to punch forward to give, reach the goals that you want to achieve. So when when I when I had my martial arts school and I hired my my first coach, he challenged me to host my first event. And I've done so many different events in my entire life leading up to this point, growing up in a martial arts school, but I never did it in a way that was able to generate revenue. And I want to break two different beliefs that people may be thinking or what they're being told when it comes to running in-person events. One, they're told that when you're running an event, it's okay to lose money because you're going to make it on the back end. Well, the second myth is it's okay to break even at your in-person event because you're generating leads and you'll make it in the back end. But it takes a lot of time, focus, and energy and resources to run an event. And the truth is you don't need to lose money and you don't need to break even when it comes to running the event. So when it comes to running any type of event, you need to be profitable from it. And there's a definitely a system and process for you to follow to make sure you do so. And I'm going to go through some key steps that I do with a lot of my clients. So that way, when you guys are launching an event, that you have the right system, the process that you can deploy and making sure that you are profitable. So I'm hosting my first event. It's for a little a bunch of little kids. It's called Bring a Buddy, Break a Board. So it's a way to bring people in for free. So it's a free event. You know, I always talk about free events and paid events. And, you know, back in the day and even today, I always try to encourage people to do a minimum of two events per month. And that could be a free event or paid events. And that could be in-person, virtual, whatever. But I'm right now, for the sake of this talk, I'm teaching guys about in-person events. So I did this Bring a Buddy, Break a Board day. I was absolutely terrified. I was like, okay, I'm going to follow the script. I'm going to follow the formula that my coach told me because you know what? I paid him to help me and he knows best because he's been, he has what I want to achieve and I want to, I want to do what is working for them. So I host this event and I'm doing all, all the, all the different things with the kids, you know, bring a buddy, we're doing relays and exercises and things like that. And then, you know, when it, when it came down, when we finished the actual workout and breaking a board and things like that, and the fun activities, the kids are excited, the parents are all watching, they're clapping, they're having fun. Then I have one of my assistants go with the kids and I take all the parents to a back room and I'm like shaking. I was like, okay, you know, this is the truth. Is this really going to work? And you have to understand. At this time, when I had the martial arts school, I was barely able to keep the lights on, making five hundred to a thousand dollars a month, and you know, and barely, and I was eating you know peanut butter and jelly and spaghetti every single day. So it was it was definitely a struggle and a belief for me to break through that people were even willing to pay for what I was about to present to them. 
So I take him to the back room and I'm sitting down with them and I'm giving feedback and say, hey, you know what? I want to present to give you guys an opportunity to be able to be part of our program. And you got to keep in mind at this moment, I'm ha- I'm having like month to month programs for them to sign up. They're paying like 50 bucks a month. Come show up cash or check, whatever like that. Had no automated electronic way for them to be able to pay. And that's the way I was getting by. But when I take them to the back room, I'm presenting this offer and I'm saying, hey, you know what? I have my Black Belt Club, which is going to be, uh, you know, I think it was around $125, $150 a month for a 12-month agreement. Or I have this 36-month contract where it's our master's club and it's including more value. So they get to be part of our, our demo team. They get to be part of our competition team. They get to have these special weapons class and all these different things to get more value to be able to sign up. But it was for 36 months. So we have our Black Book Club and we have our Master's Club and our, our basic program and I'm presenting this. And by the time as I finished, I walked, walked away from that one day, that one event with over $7,500 and monthly reoccurring revenue for the next 36 months. And that's where my entire life changed and when it came to in-person events. And so I was like, wow, I, I actually had something of high value that I presented to my ideal client that had a problem in need that they wanted. And then when I presented to them, barely any of them blinked an eye and all of them signed that paper saying, yes, I'm in. It changed my life. It changed my life from that day on because I was able to duplicate that same exact process into seven different businesses that I built for my own, but also be able to teach hundreds of different people to be able to do the same thing for their businesses and many different industries. You know, I've done it into a the martial arts school. I've been able to duplicate that into a fitness business where I expanded my uh, PowerFit Bootcamp into four different cities in less than three three years. I've been able to do it into a franchise publication. I've been able to do it to an advertising agency, my consulting business, and now our business leaders network. So the system works when it comes to it. But you got to make sure you have something compelling that people want. But you have to have the belief that you are worth more than you are right now. You have to have the offer that's so irresistible that everyone wants to say yes to. And you got to make sure that you are giving people that guarantee to eliminate that risk. Why should they sign up for it right now? And why should it be done today? So we moved from St. Louis, Missouri to Northern Virginia, right outside of D.C. in 2016. I shut down my fitness business. And, you know, D.C., Northern Virginia is 58% higher cost of living. We're moving down to one source of income. So just me, because we were expanding our family and having our first child. And I was terrified. I was like, okay, what am I going to do? I got some money saved up from the businesses that I've done, from one business I sold and things like that. But I still have this reoccurring debt that I accumulated from businesses in the past. And I went out there and hustled. And I was, uh, you know, out there driving Uber. I was out there, you know, doing some sales jobs. And then I was building two new businesses of my own. And while I was getting my consulting business off the ground, I leaned back to the fundamentals of the things that I knew best, which is hosting events. And so I was like, okay, how am I going to be able to attract my ideal client? Well, what did I know best? I knew how to teach fitness. I knew how to teach martial arts. I knew the, the health and wellness space better than anyone else in this market. And I knew how to do it well. And so I made a list of over 100 plus people that were in the whole D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. I looked on LinkedIn, went on Google, found their phone numbers, their emails, their names, where they're located. And I just started calling people. And I was calling people and saying, hey, you know what, JR, you know, I'm, I'm, my, my name is JR and I am with 100K Fit Pro. I'm hosting a live event, you know, workshop for only 10 people on this day at this time. And I'm going to go over some key fundamentals that is going to be able to help you really build and grow your guys' business. Would you be interested in coming? 
And through about two weeks of making, going through that entire list and calling, I got about 10 people that paid me about a hundred bucks for a two hour workshop to show up at a location for a two hour uh, event in Alexandria, Virginia. Well, I made about a thousand dollars for those entry tickets to be able to come in. And then out of the, out of that thousand dollars, I paid $200 to rent that space. So I profited $800 and then I closed two new people on my coaching program. That was the start of my consulting business back in 2016. And, you know, long story short, you know, less than less than a few years. And, you know, I went from helping those 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 10 individuals to more close to a thousand people worldwide on building their business. And in the beginning, it was only working with those in the health and wellness space. But the system and processes were still the same. I ended up buying a uh, into a franchise for a publication industry and duplicated this, doing live events and bringing people together and building community and you know presenting an offer to be able to sell advertising and getting our neighbors together to be able to build community through that. And then I've been able to do it through my advertising agency where I help people build funnels and systems and processes, which we still do today, combined within our Creek Consulting. And then now I'm doing it inside a business leaders network. And it's not just me doing it myself, but I'm able to help other people do the exact same thing. So in-person events outweigh virtual events more than anything. And I say that because when you get people in our room, the energy is higher. People are more excited and it's a lot harder for them to say no. And their belief increases tremendously when they're seeing other people communicate and engage and raise their hand saying, yes, I am in. On a virtual standpoint, it's really hard to be able to get people to engage, but also to stay present in, this, in the room that they are in. So I wanted to create a model that I am focusing on building a community within our business leaders network. Our mission is to build a community of emotionally intelligent servant leaders. But I have to find a way, how can I get people from all over the place to be able to bring them to one room to buy into our mission, but also to build a community so that way they are bought into how we can help serve them and help them make a bigger impact in their business. And we do that all over the country. I mean, this, this week alone, we've had, you know, in uh, several different cities, we're in about 25 different cities right now within Business Leaders Network, where I have people hosting live events on a monthly basis. This week alone, I think we had about four or five different events where we brought people together to for community and to really serve them and teach them how to network, teach them how to grow, teach them what it takes to actually build a relationship that leads them to an opportunity to help grow their business. And you guys can do the same thing as well. So when it comes to your guys' business and you guys are things like, huh, maybe there's something to this. Maybe there's something to hosting live events that can make a bigger impact. Maybe you're stuck and you're like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm trying this online space all the time. Now, keep in mind, we're a hybrid program. We are very, very present every single week with three to four calls every week digitally on online. But we also host a ton of events every single month somewhere in our country and you know, in the United States. And now we're in Toronto, Canada. So the system, you can have a world where you are virtual and you are in person. And for us, we're a hybrid program where we are combining the both, but you guys can do the same thing as well. And it is because we really want to build community. We want people to be together, to serve each other. And you know, just like in the Marine Corps, we're taught to never leave another man behind. And when it comes to community, we want to make sure that we're, we're fulfilling that mission, but we're never leaving a person behind. And we got people's backs and we're really serving them in a high, high capacity way so that way they can grow. So when it comes to hosting your guys' first events, the first thing that we really need to understand is who is your target audience? We need to know the people that we want to bring into the room, but we also need to know who are the people that we want to spend time with. 
because it's really hard to go out for a meal or go get a drink or hang out with people that we really don't enjoy hanging out with. So we got to figure out who are the people that we want to hang out with, but what is the problem that we want to solve? So for every single one of you guys listening to this, if you guys are thinking about, oh man, you know what? Maybe I need to host a live event. Well, you got to start there. You got to say like, who are the people that I want to do? And here's the other thing too is, when you think of events, it doesn't need to be an event where you're having hundreds and thousands of people there. You can have an event where there's five people, 10 people. Just like when I did my first event when I moved to Virginia, where I got 10 people into one room to pay me $100 to hear what I had to say to be able to upsell them to my next offer. It doesn't have to be that complicated and that difficult. But you got to make sure that you understand who are you going after. At that time, I was going after those in the health and wellness space. What is the problem that I want to solve? Well, these fitness coaches and wellness uh, nutritionists, they struggled and wanted to figure out how they can build their business. How can they generate more leads? How they, how can they get turned to an online space? How can they you know, generate more opportunity so they can grow their business and make a bigger impact? The next thing you got to think about, what is the event type? There's so many different types of events that you can do, just like in the martial arts that did bring a buddy, break a board. But you can think of, uh, you know, do I want a workshop type setting, a smaller, intimate setting where I bring people in, we're going deep and we're diving into real concepts and things to really help them grow? Do I want to do a summit where I am bringing a bunch of people in the room with a lot of different speakers to be able to teach? And, and there's more people that are helping when, you know, when it comes to delivering different messages and key concepts. So you might have a summit that is a little bit bigger with more speakers, kind of like this opportunity within the our, you know within CLA that we're doing virtually right now is bringing people to a room and having more speakers do that. Or do I want to have some sort of retreat, some sort of experience that people are going to pay a higher dollar for to be able to come and have this experience? People are going to pay more for a better experience. And within our Business Leaders Network, we host three, one of these three events every single year. So we just got done with our Entrepreneur Summit in January that we hosted in, in D.C. And then in June, we're hosting our, our, our uh, you know, Sales Mastery Bootcamp, which is a workshop setting. You will have about 30 people in this room and we're really going all out and whining and dining them, giving them experience. You know, they're going to be dressed in the nines and, and just really taking business serious, but going down deep into a plan that they can employ to help them build their business and going talking about AI, talking about um, you know, social media presence, talking about how to build uh, events and talking about how to close opportunities and, and the vision of their business. Not a lot of speakers, just me and three other people that are going to be there. And the other three people are coming in from all over the country to really teach these 30 individuals on how to do that. And then in, 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 Florida, in November, we do our mansion mastermind in Orlando, Florida, where we have 30 people coming to this mansion and we're giving them a really amazing experience with a helicopter ride, going to Disney, so, uh, really studying and learning about Walt Disney and, be, and emotional intelligence and how emotional intelligence can help you guys build your business, how it affects the growth of your leadership, but the growth in, of your clients as well. And really you know, captivating and teaching you guys about culture and retention and how to keep clients. So for you and your business, you want to think about like going into this new year, 2024, what kind of events can I do? And I want to encourage you guys, you know, all of you should be able to do at least three big events per year. But do I want a workshop? Do I want a summit? Or do I want to have a retreat and type experience? And you can do one uh, you know, of all three. It's up to you on what you want to do. But then that next thing, once you figure out who your target audience is and with a problem that you're solving, but also the type of event you want to do, I always make the next step is book it. Like you got to schedule it. You got to book it. That is like in the beginning of the entire process, because if you're not taking time to book it, 
then you're not having any accountability to say you're going to do it. So many people I talk to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do an event someday. Hey, I plan on 20, you know, next year doing an event. Maybe at the end of the year, I'm going to do an event. But the problem is it never actually comes. So when you book that event, even if it's going to be three, six, 12 months from now, you need to book it. You need to put a deposit down. And you need to plan it and start telling people about it because that is what's going to hold you accountable to actually get it done. Once you book your event, then you got to plan your expenses. Don't fall into the trap of things like, hey, you know what? Other, other events are selling them for $100, so maybe I'll sell it for $100. Well, you sell it for $100, but the cost per head is roughly two, three, dollars $400. Now you're going to be in the hole for so much money, and then you're, you're, live, you're, you're going to spend so much time and energy, and now you lost a lot of money by hosting this event when you could have been in a profit. So before you figure out any type of pricing for your event, you really need to figure out what is the total expenses that you need to have for that is going to cost for your event. And there's a lot of hidden cost that people don't even think about. It's like, oh, you know what? I'll do a room block at a hotel. The reality is a room block itself is going to make you broke if you don't have the contract set up correctly. And it's one of the key words that you want to make sure that anytime you do a room block at a hotel for the people coming is that you have a courtesy block. And the reason why a courtesy block is important because you don't want to be tied to the rooms that are not being sold at your event. I'll never forget about five, six years ago, I did an event and I didn't know any of the rules. I was like, oh yeah, I'll book, a, you know, book the hotel and I'll, I'll, I'll have about 20 different rooms. What I come to find out once we did our event, a lot of people end up sharing a room together and to save some extra money. And I had like, I don't know, 10 rooms that didn't get booked. And then the hotel tried to get me, held me responsible for $17,000. I ended up getting out of it, but it, uh, it was definitely a problem. So uh, I, I want to wrap this up on, on a couple of different things. There's a more to the process and understanding your expenses, then creating your offer after you know your break even. Uh, understanding your marketing process, whether you're going to do free or paid traffic, and, and exactly how you're going to deliver your message. But more importantly, I want you to understand the three ways you make money from an event. One is ticket sales, two is through sponsorships, and three is through your upsells. But if you want to have a profitable event, if you want to generate more leads, and if you're like, hey, you know what, I'm stuck, I want to know how I can get out of this rock or out of this hole and building my business, I want to encourage you guys to really look at hosting your next in-person live event, because that is the one way that's been able to get me to where I'm going to go. And anytime I'm in a struggle, I'm like, man, I really need to make an extra $5,000, $10,000, $100,000, I would say, well, okay, let me put together an event. What is the process for it? I go through the process. I start thinking about the things that it takes to actually build that event. And when I do, then I start going through the model and, and everything that I just taught you. Hopefully this was resonates with you guys. If you guys would like to touch base and learn more about me, just look at me, just go to or send me an email at jr at blnteam.com. That's blnteam.com. Let's connect. And I will love the opportunity to be able to help you guys build your next profitable event because Reality is you don't need to go broke to do an event. You don't need to lose money. You don't need to break even. But all of you guys have the opportunity and the skill set to create a profitable event so that you can generate more leads, make a bigger impact, and get out there and grow your business. So if that resonates with you and you have more questions and the processes on how to actually build and grow your next profitable event, I would love that opportunity. Go to jr at blnteam.com. That's jr at blnteam.com. And the last phrase I want to lead you guys with is asking yourself, what is the one thing that you guys are most committed to? That you're going to be resilient even through the most difficult times, showing up every day, giving your best, and having the mental and physical discipline to complete your mission. That is your creed. So what are you committed to? 
waiting to be resilient, even through the most difficult times, showing up every day, giving your best, and having the mental and physical discipline to complete your mission. Hopefully this was resonates with all of you guys today. Hopefully I encourage you guys letting you know that you have what it takes to actually build and profit from your next event. And I would love the opportunity to be able to serve you and help you guys go out there and make an impact and bigger difference. Till next time, simplify. Thank you for engaging with this session of Thrive. As we continue with our next speaker, remember the insights and strategies shared are steps towards your transformative journey this year. Stay connected for more empowering talks. The Connected Leaders Academy is committed to your ongoing journey of growth and excellence. Remember, this journey is just beginning. Let's keep the momentum going. Join our community at www.connectedleadersacademy.com.